you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Kidding, you are fabulous. Here we go. We are back here at Fine Science 54 Below for the big press up taunts for the October madness, as I like to say. And actually, this particular guest is like coming in in November. But I love to throw it in because you're right at the end of November, and I'm not sure where the 31st and 1st and all that other stuff is, but we're going to make sure. One, two, and three. Right. No, but I mean, I want to know where everyone is at the end. It's like the 31st, like a Monday or a Tuesday. I need to know when you're going to be performing because. I think I'm Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, even better. A good weekend, fabulous! Ooh, with the amazing and fabulous Tony Award nominated Melissa Erico, who has we we've had a, a couple of moments before earlier. I think one of the last times that we talked was here at Fifty Four Below, in this, so, in, this very in this same booth, right? <laughs> give you your, this is like when the king is in, you know. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's like Alan corner or something. But yeah. Melissa, Melissa, you've been very, very busy. You've been having a lot of time. I've been seeing you doing a lot of stuff off Broadway. You've been having these wonderful moments. It's just, and I feel like I think part of it is because I know you are a busy mom. So trying to balance busy mom, performing, and now November 1st, dropping an album. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Well, a year and a half ago, I, I, I was asked, you know, in the middle of, a, I'm sure, a busy day. There is always a busy day. In fact, if I told you what a, constitutes a day in my life, I don't think you'd feel well when it's over. Or, um, All I know is that Wednesday is your day. <laughs> What Wednesday? This Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday's never my day. I say I see my shrink on Wednesdays, actually, <laughs> which I canceled today, by the way, because I didn't have time. But anyway, you see, this is already the the, the, the comedy begins. So the, so in one of in one of the many days in which I was being run around to, honestly, to often pointless auditions and things that are you know for the shows and this and that and some cable this and a mom and that. Really, there's so much wasted energy, but that's just what our business is. Um, and so I'm doing all that, plus all their needs and all their connections and so on, which really is like a FedEx advertisement. Like the package has to get all these places, you know, and buy tomorrow or tonight, you know, yeah, or yesterday. The package is late. <laughs> You're imagining this commercial, aren't you? This is a fictional commercial, but, but it's a metaphor. And you're working this whole narrative line right now. It's great. Okay, so, so, so enter... Uh, a phone call from 54 Below into all of that. Um, it's Jennifer Tepper. Can you help us? We have a cancellation on a Saturday night. We need someone to perform. Mm -hmm. And it was um, it was in June, about 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I, I, I can. I had time. And I was... I had so much going on and a couple of really awful things were going on as well. And um, I said, yes, yes, yes. And I quickly said, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll sing Sondheim. Because for me, that was like, e not easy, but obvious. Like, it will work. And I, it, I would, it's just, just, just do Sondheim. And she said, oh, okay. But I'd never said those words before. I never said Melissa will sing. I never sang a Sondheim concert. But I think what I needed to do was to slow down all the things that I care about, both family uh, memory, sex, marriage, career, ambition, mortality. <laughs> all these things are happening all the time. Style. I like style. I'm Italian. Sondheim has all of it. And there's a river that runs through him. I don't know him as a person, mm -hmm. him as an artist. There's a river, if you keep looking and ta get rid of some of the funny, funny and the angry and the edgy, mm -hmm. there's a river of empathy mm -hmm. through all his work. It's like nobody writes more clearly 
about that desire we all have to be understood and to be accepted, you know? And I mean, I mean accepted like the whole world accepted. I got three girls to raise in this Me Too generation. Everybody's going down, the president, the whole government. They're all awful and they've all done awful things. I have to say to my girls, well, the president's a pig. Well, or not a pig, I, you know, I'm gonna put it, well, the, yes, he is. Yeah, I'm sorry, he's kind of big. So, so the president's a moral person. He's not a moral person. He's not a moral person. That's enough to have to explain that to your children because they you would love to say Obama was a classy guy and uh, you want your children to be given ideals and my children's ideals are being shattered everywhere every day both in the government and um, actually in uh, in their religion in the church in our church we've had a we've had a thing so um, not with them but something inappropriate has happened and all the kids are, you know. So it is awful to be a parent right now. The school shootings, all these things. I don't know how to chase their innocence any faster. But then you, but then you take that energy that you have to spend to do that and then try to be an artist. Well, I want to poeticize, if I can, children or art, children and art, all of that. I, I don't want to quit because I'm, I, I need it and I also want to... I feel like all the stuff I'm struggling with is information, right? If I didn't have Sondheim, I guess I would quit. But because I don't really know where to get this kind of substance. He's the vehicle right now for things that matter to me. You know, he's the vehicle for everything so that matters. Or either it's him or the highway at the moment. Wow, you know it's so funny? Because one of the things like with Sondheim that I love is that when you like really take a look at his canon right and you go back to the beginning and you think about some of those fabulous songs like in in um like um like in company not company um follies mm -hmm. some of those fabulous songs about life and love and things that you've lost and all that stuff and then yeah. you realize how old he was when he wrote that song wrote yeah, those songs and how yeah. young, i mean that's what i mean yeah, like yeah. his age at the He's time so to be that wise beyond so many years yeah. And when you look at it, you can look at his stuff now as a certain age and think, how did this guy know exactly that emotion? Some of which I'm sure he never even experienced. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, he's, like, a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. He's a genius. Well, so we're a genius too. I selected from the genius, really, as far as I'm concerned. I, he, he's given me a chance to make meaning, really. I don't know. I, I, um, I think I can add a few things to him, which is that I'm a female and that I'm a mother and that I've been married forever. Um, he hasn't been that particularly. So it's so interesting that I choose a person. He can articulate yes. whatever you're going through as if he were. How strange and how kind of metaphoric really, or, or how, what a window into how absurd art is that someone who is so different from me is the ultimate source for me to make sense of me. Do you see what I'm saying? Totally how weird. That. How weird. And I'm enjoying how weird that is. Well, you know, but that's what I'm saying. So November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd yeah. at Fine Sense 54 Below, Melissa Erica is going to be here. Basically, yeah. working it out and dropping that album, baby. That's the yeah. thing. She's dropping it. <laughs> I'm you totally dropping it, yeah. You're dropping that album. I'm dropping it. It has beautiful uh, liner notes that are really evocative of what it's about. So mm -hmm. I think, you know... I think you should read as well as hear and feel it. And it doesn't only, it's not that it needs explanation. I think you're going to feel it. But I think there's actually some really cool, um, there's some cool essays in the, in, the, um, in the book as well. Adam Gopnik from the New Yorker magazine. It's one of the great writers of our time. And he had, took the time to write something absolutely gorgeous. He's interviewed Sondheim many times. He's one of the best writers that we have. And he wrote something that was so touching. I wrote something as well that's, that's simpler, but... You know, one of the last times, actually, when I remember seeing you last, you had written a piece for the, was it the Times? Or at first, I think I seen it on Huffington Post, 
but it was regarding something that you'd written, and then it was from the Times article that you'd written. Somebody had written something about your piece, and that's how I found it. I was like, get her on doing New York Times. Yes. And being, in the, and, and being an a ingenue. ingenue. Actually, it was about being an ingenue, an aging ingenue. So I am a terminal ingenue, or I am the oldest living ingenue. <laughs> I love that. You know, that, that, like, the tales of the oldest ingenue. That'll be like my book. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, let me do your reading for you so I can be your sassy you whenever you need the sassy you to, to come in. I love this. Miss Alyssa Erico. It's like, again, so November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd here at Fine Science 54. The Sondheim Sublime, which is also the name of the album, the album. as well. Yeah, I think it's called Melissa Sings Sondheim. The, the show. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. It's, it's, Sondheim is in the title both ways. Um, it used to be Melissa Sings Sondheim, but then we made an album, mm-hmm. and we've been doing this concert in Chicago and London, and we've been taking it around. So it's... Um, it's really now the CD release. So this is really the party. I really I think you better grab tickets, really, I think. I love yeah. it. Well, you know, Melissa, you got fans, honey, so they love them. They love them some you, honey, like I do. And again, this is, again, you are a fan of Melissa Erico's. You love seeing her on stage performing and singing. This is an opportunity now to get to see her doing what she really freaking wants to do. You know what I'm saying? what I really freaking want to do. You Thank know? you. It is what I because freaking want to do. Because that's the one thing about it. And do it. And let my hair down. Just lots of hair. I can and have it, hair extensions in there. I don't mind. So but like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like a little extra. You put them on there and you throw them out there. It's part of the yeah. theater. Come yeah, I just, and wait till you're Ted Firth. I mean, the man and I, we add bars. We change keys. We do things that are really okay. free. Like, we're getting, we get a little bit artsy-fartsy. Right, and we have ask, fun. Now, this is one thing I know about Sondheim. He's very protective of his stuff. So how are you getting away with I'll being all scandalous? Ted Firth. He okay. said, I tried, he wrote, sent me a email that said i trust ted totally wow i have that so ted is in a weird position of having sondheim i I gave him the email so he could see it Mm -hmm. um and i said do you want to vet the arrangements do you want to vet the thing you know the and he says no and what he he sent me many emails and sometimes he said when you're singing children will listen stay on the melody all the time i said well there's some very famous singers who have digressed from the melody especially in the the climaxes and stuff and he said i really don't like it when they do it and i said all right so he and and um in a song like i remember he's asked me not to be too emotional because it's a it's a mood piece about the past being reflected. So he's put guidelines on the stuff. Um, but other times he said, oh, you can be, um, what did he say? I, I don't mind the band singer. He calls me the band singer. So sometimes I'm a little band singer, which is a little kind of um, cocktail hour. But he gets it. And he said, that's okay. Once they've heard the song once, then the band singer can come. He doesn't mind uh, what he calls the band singer side of what I'm doing. He sees I go from actress to band singer. Um, and so he's told me a couple of times, you know, where to where to reel it in and be, you know, sing the melody. I've done everything he's told me. There's probably plenty of things he wouldn't like if he actually showed up. <laughs> I was going to say, Sondheim. maybe he shows up Steve, as the kids call him. Yeah, if he, Steve actually shows up, he might hear a few more affectations he doesn't like. But no, he's he's um, he really uh he he writes uh, when he writes praise it's it's overwhelming and it's just so direct and a few times he's chastised me he said yeah a couple of times he one time he wrote um, I've watched your concert I send him videos I've watched your concert and um, please stop with the self-deprecation it's the least attractive thing in your show and I'm the champ and I don't want competition teaching to him is the most noble profession he says this to me many times teaching how are your children and i always say to him oh i was i my kids i will screaming oh 
I got an email. Guess who? I read an email. Guess who it's from? And my kids go, Daddy. And I say, no, Sondheim. And he loves the idea that my children are excited, that he's writing to me, that I'm excited. That, I'm that, excited that, that he's children are, you are influenced are you by things. He says teaching is everything. And I think what he's trying sometimes to teach me is to, is to weed out, well, in that case, self-deprecation, which I think we all sometimes think is charming. We want to beat each other up. We pick at ourselves. He actually, I'm sure he's done it for his whole life, but I think what he's trying to say at this point in his life is it's kind of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anybody any good. It's not good for so yourself. why make yourself look bad if you don't have to? And why torture other people watching you torture yourself? And, uh, you know, so. So, again, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, now that I know she's gotten notes from Sondheim. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I've already, already passed the Sondheim's, mo- you know, much of his His muster. Because you, so. you can't touch him and be public. You can do what you want at your house with him, no, but you will right. not get up on the stage doing him the way he does not want you to have him, his stuff represented. No, you're right. You're right. He has, in some ways, um, yeah, overseen this, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and uh, I, I think what he most knows is that I care about him, and I really care about his legacy. And I am carrying the flag. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, there you go. Tony Award nominated Melissa Errico here. Find signs 54 below. So make sure you make plans to come November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Keep on the lookout. Is it MelissaErico.com to find all of the information that's going to be happening, especially about the, the actual date of the drop of the album. Yeah, it's on pre-sale now. And it's on pre-sale now. So you can get your stuff together and get your Sondheim and get you some Melissa Errico at the same time. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And we'll be back. seventh is always the one (laughs) baby it's time that you faced it I always get my man sooner or later you're gonna decide sooner or later there's nowhere to Wasted in chatter, missed it. Let's settle the matter. Baby, your mind on a platter. I always get my man. But if you insist, babe, the challenge delights me. Babe, the more it excites me, and no one I've kissed, babe, ever fights me again. If you're on my list, it's just a question of when, when I get.
like nothing you've known I'm gonna love you and you all alone sooner is better than later but lover Ted Firth. <laughs> Thank you. Look for Chief Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.